my name is Ivanya Easley. This is The Closet Chronicles. I'm the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about delving a little deeper and talking with other fashion professionals, sharing their stories, their journey, and of course, giving you advice and tips on how you can grow and scale your business if you're just starting or just trying to grow it. So today we have a special guest. We have the um, owner and creator of House of Mijo. Am I pronouncing that right? You are. Okay, it, it, just make it perfect. Sure. Uh, <laughs> because I'm good for mispronouncing something. Uh, <laughs> and her name is Jocelyn. That's correct too, right? That is correct. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> All right. Well, she is going to share her story. Like I said, this is very relaxed, down-to-earth conversation. I'm always be me. So go ahead and introduce yourself, even though I just did, um, and I actually said it right, yay for me, um, and how you got started, and, you know, why you even got started, and then we'll just dig in a little deeper. Okay. So House of Mijo, uh, we are a face mask and apparel company. Uh, we try to target high couture fashion with like a unique avant-garde, like structural type appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always, always aiming for creativity. Uh, we got started back in 2018 and got a big uh, jump into the industry with our custom face mask. Okay. Um, this was kind of like at the very, very beginning of the, the pandemic. Um, our goal then and still is now was just to create something unique and fashionable with luxury materials. Um, you know, while everyone else was wearing face masks, you know, that kind of looked like bed sheets we were creating, (laughs) we were, we were using products like, you know, vegan leather, vegan snake skin, crystals and spikes and fringe to kind of give these heavily embellished custom looks. And get a little personality, especially to um, kind of if you had a more funky or eclectic personality, or even just wanting to show some personality yeah. while you got to wear a mask. Then I know I bought right. a couple of leather ones um, mm-hmm. in different colors because I just was like, I don't want to wear a basic ass mask. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think <laughs> I got gotta, one for fringe for special occasions. <laughs> but uh-huh. if you got to wear them, make it a showstopper. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's how you got your start with the mask, and then you moved into the clothes? All right. Then we, we've moved into apparel. Okay. Um, and we're keeping the same, that same creative energy, trying to keep or use custom luxury materials with our, our apparel as well. Okay. Uh, let's see a little bit more about me. Yeah. Like uh, why you started it? I mean, I know you uh, said, you know, to give a little personality during covid and stuff with the mask but like you've gone and ventured into clothing too so mm-hmm. this is i mean it's i i have a interior architectural um design background oh, okay i can um, see that then with the pieces uh-huh. that you have yeah so it all kind of relates it's it kind of ties in um and i treat my business um fashion i treat it the same as when i'm designing buildings or spaces Um, again, that transitions right into fashion. So, you know, as an interior designer, you, you typically start with the style when you're designing a space. Um, and the style can be anything. It can be mid-century, it can be bohemian, it can be traditional. Um, but this style is kind of, it's like multi-layered within the design of the space. And so when you're done or when you're somewhat done, you know, people should be able to walk in this room and they understand your initial style without words. 
And yeah. so in my opinion, you know, it's the exact same with fashion. And that's what we're trying to create. We're trying to tell a story. Yes. Um, if you look at our website, you may see this 50 different times. We say how well we communicate is determined not by how well we say things, but how well our style with design or fashion is understood. So we really are trying to create like these mini masterpieces with clothing. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think um, was like the hardest as well as the easiest or let me rephrase that. What is the hardest part you feel um, of this being an entrepreneur or even being a designer? And then what is the most fun and engaging and easy part? So the, the hardest, the hardest part is the business for me. And I'm mm-hmm. only speaking for me. Is the business aspect? No, I find that to be the hard part for most creatives. (laughs) Uh huh. Because I'm an artist. I am an artist. No matter what you put in front of me, I'm going to create something magnificent. But the business part of it, like I, I was thinking back, like when we first started, and I'm just throwing numbers out. Mm -hmm. Like if you sell something for twenty dollars, yeah, great, you made a sale. But if it costs you eight dollars to ship it, and then it costs you three to four dollars for your box and your tissue paper and your thank you card, you know, okay, now you're at $12. You only sold it for 20. Yeah. So you're already in the $12. (laughs) Right. And it's like, it it took me 24 hours to make this and I only made $12 off of it. That's the business part of it. But I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm, I'm five years in and I'm still learning like how to set yourself up as a business and be profitable. Yes. I was just going to ask, so what, how do you feel like you're overcoming um, the business part? Do you feel like you're just unlearning it or you're asking for help or you got a business manager or you brought in somebody that can be the business counterpart to your creative? I don't have any counterparts as of yet, um, but I do have some strong, strong people now that I'm working with. I finally learned to ask for help. (laughs) That's one of my advice advice things that I wanted to talk about later, but asking for help. So the things that I know that I need help with, such as uh, business structure, mm-hmm. um, um, not necessarily business expenses. Um, yeah. I can calculate that pretty easily, but yeah. how does this look in a year? Yeah, You know, how can you reduce this number down so that you're more profitable towards the end of the year? Um, I have several people, you know, on my team that are helping with me with that. Um, having a business accountant is really yep. big. Yeah. Um, someone to sit with you. Um, I'm doing it a year now. I probably should do it more often. But sitting down yeah, with someone with a CPA <laughs> <laughs> who, who really can look at it and can educately talk to you mm-hmm. about where it is, your, where, where your money is going and, and where, me, where maybe it should not go. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Hence why I'm on the quarterly. Uh-huh. Be like you be spending. <laughs> so we need to talk about this more than twice a year. We don't want these uh-huh. things to drag out. <laughs> yeah, you get to the end of the year and it's like, yeah, you made this amount of money, but you spent. This. You spent half of it on expenses. <laughs> 
that's funny. And yes, so, so, so true. But no, the funny thing is I have a master's in finance. So before I got into fashion, I was already in business. So I think that has benefited me, even though when I first got in fashion, I was like, oh my God, I didn't go to school for fashion. I didn't major in fashion. I didn't go to FIT or Parsons or or mm -hmm. SCAD, but it actually worked out in my favor because most of the people I knew that were super creative didn't know how to make no money. And see, I knew right. how to make money and I might not and be Alexander McQueen, but I could make the creative make some money so that I could actually do this for a living and I have to work another job. Right, right. So it actually ended up coming in handy. So it all worked mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So um, see, so yeah. I'm, I'm an Art Institute graduate. Oh, okay. But I'm an Art Institute graduate from for interior design. Yeah. Yeah, I think interior is so, like you said, it's so similar because, like, dressing a house, dressing a person, you're still dressing something. It's the same um, thing. It's the same same concept. Exactly. So I do um, think they they marry well together as far as being able to cross over from one industry to the next as far as doing that. Um, mm -hmm. What do you feel like it? Well, you know what? No, before I ask that. What's the most, and this might tie into what you just answered, but I still want to know, uh, what is the most important lesson you've learned thus far in the five years? Uh, asking for help. Yeah. And that's, I'm a, I'm, I'm a very strong minded, strong willed person. Are you a Taurus? I am not. I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra, oh, okay. believe it or not. <laughs> Only because I hear Taurus are so stubborn. I mean, I have a few Taurus in my life and they are a little stubborn. But... <laughs> it's not that I'm stubborn. It's just you kind of sometimes think of that as a sign of weakness. Yeah. To ask for help. But, you know, you ask one person something and they may cut 20 hours out of your work week. Yeah because they were able to give you some help with something that, you know, they've already experienced this, yeah. figured out an easier way than sharing it with you. You know, now you don't have to spend 20 additional hours doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Agreed. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like is one of the best character traits or characteristics should a person have to become a designer or even just be an entrepreneur? I think you have to be a creative person, like, in your core. And that's not something you can teach. And it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter what your particular style is. Mm -hmm. You just have to have a style. Um, and I, I, even going to college, you know, there were some people in my class. This was a while ago, too, when I graduated college. I'm, I'm oh, me old. too. I've been out of school 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So I'm, I'm not talking about this like it was yesterday. But <laughs> even when I was in school, there were people where you could tell they had no style. And it's not <laughs> something you can teach. Yeah. Not they so, didn't have no style. Maybe just style you didn't like. No, they just did not Ooh, have. They no, didn't they have didn't it. Have and there's nothing you can teach. So if you want to be successful at, you know, within this industry or with any industry that's similar, um, you have to have style. You have to have your own style. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You don't think style is subjective, though, like art? It can like, be. I might not like your style, but maybe somebody like it, and that's why you're able to do what you do. Just, yeah. you know, playing devil's advocate, I suppose. I agree, though. I do meet some people, and I'm like, I don't like that style, but I mean, if it worked for you, I mean, as long as you can find an audience for it, then hey, do it, go for what you know, but if mm -hmm. you like it, I love it, but I don't personally like it. I guess. 
However, if you're talking about, you know, actually being profitable, you don't want to be that one person where nobody likes anything that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Or you only have one person who likes what you're doing, then maybe that's just not the profession for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel like is an important piece of advice you would give someone? Well, I like to say three things. What are three things you tell somebody who is either just starting or trying to scale their business? So I would def- definitely suggest that you create a business based off of a passion that you have. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a passion with this because it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort. going to take all of your money. All of your resources are going to kind of be poured into this. So you definitely want to be passionate about passionate about it so that uh, it's worthwhile. Yeah. Um, I that kind of ties into like success. It it does not come overnight. Um, I'm still reaching for success. You know, even even when I get to a certain point, it's like okay, I, I could have done better with this. I could have done better with that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a it's a working, it's a it's a working effort, and it's it's a nonstop working effort. Like I've been doing this for five years now, and just over the past, I'd say maybe two years is when we finally started to see it be consistent. You know, you have your your highs and your lows, but you think about that, that's like three to four years of nothing but grunt work. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it does not come overnight. Um, and it, it takes not only you, but it takes your family. Um, you know, my husband, he's the one that's in the, in the, in the studio helping me package, you know. Yeah inventory 3 a.m. In, in the in the middle of of, of the, the morning and my yeah. son you know it's not going out on the weekends because we got orders to fill. yeah you know so just be you have to be passionate about it yeah yeah definitely definitely agree um what is one productivity hack that you have found that works for you as a um, entrepreneur or designer uh, having a good having a good platform and when I'm talking about a platform I mean like a good platform for sales mm-hmm. I know a lot of people use I may say, say this one like Spotify yeah um I use Wix do you point it Spotify or Shopify Shopify Spotify is the podcast <laughs> Shopify look which we are and using so that's why I was like wait a minute what why, and that's why I said it because I just read it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Shopify, and I got on Shopify, and I was. And like, it worked for know. you because I hear people rave no. about Shopify. See, I, I don't sell products; it don't apply to me. But I hear people love them some dog on Shopify. Maybe if I take a couple classes, I can figure out what's going on. But I couldn't. I okay. use Wix, and Wix is wonderful. I know about Wix as well. Yeah. Uh huh. It, it it simplifies a lot of, um, how do you say? It simplifies a lot of worries when you're when you're trying to sell sell products. Yeah, I okay. have everything kind of kind of right here at my fingers, and I can do everything very easily. Shopify, I just it was like I needed to learn a different language <laughs> to figure out. <laughs> Lord, like, all I want to do is. Print this packaging slip, please. 
Yes, yes. No, I get it. I get it. That so makes anyway, sense. Anyway, to answer your your question, your first question, it's just having a having a good platform or base mm-hmm. to sell. Good, good. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then the we're about to round it out. Is mm-hmm. what three books, movies, or podcasts would you recommend for a up and coming or again somebody that's trying to grow and scale their business to the next level? And oh, I always say goodness. books, movies, or podcasts because everybody learns different. And so, um, you may do all three, or you may just do one of those. So you can do all three, or just pick one out of the the three. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look follow. You gonna ask me another question on that one? <laughs> Because I don't, I do not listen to podcasts. Don't, don't, don't yell, don't scream. I don't listen to any podcast. Well, that's why I said movie, book, or podcast. And movies, movies that I watch are, have absolutely nothing to do about the business that I'm in. (laughs) Now we can sit here and talk about any and every Marvel movie you want. (laughs) Well, look, you don't feel like that inspires some of the the couturists? Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, what about books? And then books. You don't, don't read I either? Get a chance to read. Hilarious. Sun up I work from sun up to sun up. But when do you take the time, I guess, to learn more about your craft or learn more about the business side of things or the creative side or even trend forecast anything? Like, I mean, it don't have to be books, maybe magazines or maybe articles or I no, nothing. right before I'm going to bed on my tablet. Yeah. Okay. So what are you reading there? I am learning as I go. <laughs> I am learning as I go. There's no time. I wish there was, but there's no time. I haven't, I haven't traveled. I haven't, I haven't done anything <laughs> in like three or four years because I've been all house and me, Joe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the first time I done got that answer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, I guess when you do finally get the time to do, you'll probably read then instead of podcasts or movies, right? Yeah, I would very much rather. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Well, mm-hmm. there are lots of good books that you can read, um, and not speaking to you, but to the audience, since she didn't give y'all none. Uh, but there's lots of books you can read, magazines, <laughs> and just staying up to date on what's going on in the industry, in the business, um, new techniques, new designers, all the things. So it's uh, to me, it's just important to do the research for everything that you do want to know. Um, I feel like nowadays. I don't know if people don't remember or maybe they don't require it in college like they used to. But I remember when I was in college, we had to do a lot of research as far as like for our papers, et cetera. And now people mm-hmm. just want to ask people, well, how you do this? How you do that? Without even trying to attempt to Google right. it or YouTube it or just do the research. Everything is figure outable. Everything is out there. It's just about taking the time to find the answers that you're looking for to figure it out. So that is yeah. what I would suggest um, so that you can keep learning if needed. Um, can you tell us what is next um, for House of Media? Uh, working now on a fall collection, fall and winter winter collection, and I am hoping to set up a fashion show. Oh, awesome! Um, yeah, I am working with um, my models okay. to see if we can set up a fashion show. 
Um, will it be like in production with um, somebody else or you want to do your own um, in-house uh, fashion show production? Um, it would definitely, I would definitely do it in production with um, other people. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like a big show, like what we just did? I'd love to No. Uh, you did no, say no? No one, hold on, no one can do it to the scale that you did, Ivanya. <laughs> yes, they can. So dial it down, like 10, 15, 20. Was, okay, not quite like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't even say similar. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> uh, but I mean, my uh, my stylist assistant, she actually did her fashion show the week after uh-huh. mine, and I went to see it. She did. Um, uh-huh. a, it was cute. It was, yeah. like you said, a small little pop-up. She showed uh-huh. about, you know, 10, 15 looks um, from uh-huh. her collection. Uh, half uh-huh. the models uh, from my show was there. That's model. Uh-huh. I'm glad she was able to get those resources. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I popped up to support and see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's because one, I, it's not my first one, and two, I've been doing it a little while, and so it just keeps getting bigger. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the best, you have best way to explain it. Yes. Have an experience under your belt. Yeah. And the first so, and- one definitely need to scale it down. A- uh, a couple notches. Well, either way, I'm excited to come and support. <laughs> so well, keep me you. posted uh, <laughs> when the show is, where it's at, you know, if I need to buy a ticket and all the things so I can come and support. So you're 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 thinking the fall collection you're working on, you're going to do a fashion show. And of course, everybody can follow her. I'm going to tag her when this is released so that you can stay up to date as well as shop her um, collection online. Um, so you'll know what's going on. Um Thank you again for taking time to chat with me. And is there any final words and thoughts that you would like to share before we close out? Again, we will be tagging you um, when this goes live so that people can follow and, you know, shop with you and all the things. No, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. It was nice speaking with you. and Always nice chatting with you as well. I enjoyed learning a little bit more about, um, House of Me, Joe, um, I do think y'all have some amazing pieces. Um, it definitely added a little extra razzle-dazzle to the show because mm-hmm. y'all do have more editorial to me, more couture-like, edgy, out-the-box pieces compared to a lot of other designers that are out here and other boutiques. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that aspect. So I'm glad Corey introduced us. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll be in touch, right. um, like Thank I said, you. about the client with the photo shoot as well. <laughs> Okay. Thank Thanks. You. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Hi. Thank you for listening and tuning in to Closet Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are interested in learning how to turn your own passions and creativities into profits and monetize your gifts and talents, I would love to help you. I have a business of style class that you can take in person if you're in Atlanta or virtually anywhere in the world. If you'd like more information, click the link at the end of each episode. You can find out information, how to chat with me to learn how to grow and scale your business and not just let it be a hobby, but be able to actually build a thriving, sustainable business to support you and your family and your lifestyle doing what you love. I hope to chat with y'all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.